That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. That bar where KRS says there can never really be justice on stolen land. Every time I hear this song, that that hits extremely hard. And if you watch the video of Tyree Nichols and him getting stood up, kicked in the face, kicked in the back, I just don't know, man. There's, there, there are not many words. That I can use to describe how how awful that made me feel. It, it literally was nauseating. And I don't I don't care if the officers are black or white or as a black man. I hate to see that historically. There's not usually justice when it's when it's a black man or woman that's impacted by brutality. But I don't want anyone in the United States. That's under the Constitution to be treated like that. I don't care if you're black, white, Jewish, Asian, Latinx community. No, no citizen of the United States, the the land of the free, the home of the brave. Should be beat to death. By policemen. When unarmed and not posing a threat. And my understanding from reading that this was the Scorpion unit. So this is this is like a tactical narcotics team like TNT or bad boys for life. This is Mike Lowry and company doing, doing the stomping. This is a special unit that you have to, that you have to play your way into. So these aren't rookie policemen. These aren't individuals who who are just kind of getting their, their sea legs under them, so to speak. These are, these are, these are veteran cops. And I watched as much of the video as, as I could stomach, probably about 30 minutes of the video. And for what I was able to, to surmise and piece together, there's a traffic stop. Traffic stop turned into an altercation. You could say that Tyree Nichols maybe could have been more complicit. He was tased. The... Reports have come out that there was really no PC for the traffic stop. You're talking about someone who's unarmed. You're talking about someone that doesn't have a criminal history. And when he was tased, to me, it looked like he was running for his life. He ran away. And I remember when Chris Rock had a great, when Chris Rock had his show on HBO, which was, which was ahead of its time, before HBO Plus and 
HBO Max, I mean, and Hulu and Netflix. Chris Rock had a comedy show where you could cuss, you could really be yourself. It's kind of like Chappelle's show with profanity. Not something you could air on Comedy Central. And he talked about how not to get your arse kicked by the police. And it pointed out all these obvious things that you should not do if you're in a confrontation with police. One of them was to run away. And he said, quote, if the police have to run to get you, they're bringing an arse whooping with them. And that was funny. And it had actors and had police. They're, they're chasing the actor down the subway in Manhattan and, and, and they're beating this guy. But it's not funny when you see that in real life. There's nothing PC or I'm not, look, I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on policing and I don't pretend to be an expert on policing. I don't even think if the, if the boys in camo that are out defending the globe and defending the United States, I guarantee you that they're not doing that to Bin Laden or some of these terrorists that are trying to destroy the United States of America. I, I guarantee you they're not running up in the compound in Pakistan and standing him up and kicking him repeatedly. What I saw on that tape was just a human rights violation. That's something I would expect to see in China. That's something I would expect to see in North Korea or the old USSR. The Stalin days. That's that's what you expect to see. Mussolini. Genghis Khan is in, in places where people have no human rights. That's what I would expect to see in one of those regimes. That's not something that I that I expect to see in the United States of America. And it, it was sickening. And it shows that this issue with police brutality is not, not just a race issue. It's not just a white cop, a Derek Chauvin kneeling on the neck of George Floyd while, while he's posing for pictures, enjoying himself. It's not an Amber Geiger going into someone's apartment that was not hers. Botham John, Jean, and while he's sitting there eating some ice cream, she pulls out the, the, the service pistol and shoots him dead. Then, then the news comes in and says, well, he had a bag of weed under his bed, so he must have been a bad guy. It's deeper than, than just a racial dynamic. I'm not a person that uses terms like prison planet and totalitarianism and and things like that. But you're setting individuals that have a badge, the the boys in blue, who we respect. This show respects police more than anybody. I have the utmost respect for, for the police officers here in Nashville that keep our city safe. If I'm ever out and I see and I see a group of police here in Hendersonville, try to buy them a round of, of beer or, or coffee, whatever they're drinking. Beer if they're off duty. I've had great interactions with the police in Hendersonville, where my house is. Phenomenal interaction. I've never had any issue. I had great interactions in Seattle. For the most part, great interactions in Phoenix and Pittsburgh. So this isn't about demonizing police and, and saying that all police are bad. I reject the concept that one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. I reject that concept. 
The majority of police that I know just want to get home to their family. They're, they're hardworking, industrious, salt-of-the-earth individuals. And they're out here grinding, doing what they have to do to put food on the table, just like I am, just like you are listening to this show. That said, there's no reason for what, what's going on in the training. What's going on in the training in Memphis PD? And what kind of coward are you, those five cowards? What type of coward are you to beat an unarmed man to death and then to sit him up, kind of prop him up while he's sitting down on the police car and just while he bleeds to starts bleeding to death, goes in shock, just sitting there, no big deal? What type of coward does that? My understanding of Scorpion Unit in Memphis is actually a, a task force that's put together to reduce crime, to go after some of the hard cases. To really be there, knuckle deep in the streets. And Memphis is one of the roughest places to live in the country. A lot of people, that's part of the narrative as well. Memphis is a is a really difficult place. I, I used to work for WellCare. And Memphis was in our territory. I spent a lot of time in Memphis doing studies on income, studies on education, studies on, on impoverishment, things that could lead to adverse health outcomes. And we would see when you when you get west of I-55, Memphis is some of those places are a war zone. When I was in Memphis, when we did in-home assessments and clinical programs. We actually would send an armed guard with the nurse practitioner when we were going to people's houses. So Memphis is rough. The culture is different. People get clapped in Memphis. I used to do a lot of work with my church in Memphis as well. And I've seen the kids that I work with youth ministries, and I've seen rest in peace such and such, rest in peace so-and-so. It's normal for those kids to, to lose their friends to gun violence. I lost one of my friends to random gun violence, my, my, my good friend Josh Livingston, at age 21. Changed my life. Wasn't involved in any, any gangs, anything like that. Wrong place at the wrong time. Lost his life. It took me decades to to really get over that and 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 just process that. Well, imagine if that's the norm for you. You lose a friend every year or every other year. People you go to high school, if you lost five, six, seven, ten, a dozen friends to gun violence. So Memphis is a is a difficult place. And it's it's not necessarily status quo for what's going on in the country, but but we have to we have to start protecting Americans under the Constitution. There's, there's no one in the United States, like I said, should ever meet a fate like that at the hands of police. And I'm glad that at the very least, and, and I know that the, the chief of police in Memphis, she's going to be under a lot of fire. Because you have five officers charged with murder. And that will play out in court. It will be a, it'll be a national story. I do love... As we end the segment, I do love that Tyree Nichols' family, they got out in front of this. They said that the video's coming out. They said the video's going to be heinous. It's going to disgust you. It's going to make you angry. It's going to make you want to riot. It's going to make you want to protest. And they encourage people to be peaceful. And that was really important. Because as bad as that video was, and as bad as some of the things that we've seen, the rioting and burning down your own neighborhood and having more violence, more anger, more confrontations with, with police, that's not the answer. Peaceful protest, that's part of the answer. Reform, that's a huge part of the answer. Intolerance, 
in the judicial system, you start putting these scum and bullies away for life, I guarantee you that you won't see as many of those incidents. People are less likely to kick the living crap out of an unarmed person if they know that they're going to jail the rest of their life or getting the death penalty. I wouldn't mind seeing some of those people fry in states where, where they have the death penalty. I don't know if they have it in Tennessee or not. On guard, I'll let you try my Wu-Tang style. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. But I get this email that says, Election Day may be behind us, but our work is far from finished, James. The Senate race in Georgia is headed for a runoff, and that means the result of this election depends on what we do between now and December 6th. And it says in big, bold letters, you haven't donated this year to the DNC. Split. So it's giving me instruction. Split a $10 donation between Raphael Warnock's campaign and the DNC to help with this runoff and defeat Herschel Walker. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. Don't don't demand money from me, DNC. Don't ever send me an email like that again in your life. If I was there, I'd probably, just to be spiteful, I'd probably vote for Herschel Walker just to spite you because that email was so disrespectful. You demanding my money that I worked hard for during a recession in a post-COVID society when I got a family to feed and they're demanding that I give you money? Bleep you, man. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. Again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with a fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 old world pepperonis. Pizza, pizza. This is Lance J for MedHealth Clinical and Dr. Fabian Garcia. MedHealth Clinical focuses on internal medicine, primary care, and value-based services in the Winter Garden area of Orlando, Florida. Dr. Garcia is renowned for his treatment of chronic conditions such as obesity, hyperlipidemia, and diabetes. He personally coached me in intermittent fasting, which along with other dietary changes, helped me to lose 70 pounds. Dr. Garcia truly has a passion for helping people change their lives and take control of their health. Call 321-989-6887 or go to medhealthclinic.com to book an online appointment. I'm the latest hashtag challenge, and everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. 